Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. Domestic and international packages shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you've got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. And on the one trip we sat down, we were chatting with these two guys that were sitting there, and we were just shooting the breeze, and nothing was particular. And finally, the one guy said, "You know, oh, he was going to that party that night." And I said, "Oh, really? You work in, you work for the show?" And he said, "And he said, yeah." And he told me his name. I couldn't even tell you what the hell it was. Now, he told me his name, and uh, and I said, "Oh, cool. Well, I'll see you at the party." And he <laughs> and he nice. says, "Well, he says, you know, I can't get you in necessarily, but he says, drop my name at the door and see what the hell happens." So Sweet. that's what I did. I walked up to the door, <laughs> me and my nephew, and of course we already had press. You know, we're already pressed, so it helps a little because we yeah, got in the press line and not the regular Joe line. <laughs> so we got in the press line and we're standing there, and the guy's coming down, and he's got his little press list out. You know, of people who's supposed to be coming in, and I'm thinking, no, I didn't sign up for this, so I'm betting, you know. Yeah, right. yeah. So he gets to me, and, and I and I said the guys, I said, oh, you know, it's Michael and. Uh, and I said the guy's name, and he says, "Oh, oh yeah, come on, come on, right on in." Oh, really? oh good man. Like, and so I saw the guy in there. I'm like, "Well, you're—I don't know who the hell you are on the show, man, but your name carries weight." Those those parties, you're right though. Those are the parties to be going to. They are the parties to be going to. They're, they are slightly slightly better ones. Those ones that where they—I know it's a bit superficial stuff, but it's nice just just for novelty, just to go over there and just to be around that kind of because it's all it's all so glitzy and glamorous, you know. It's kind of oh, absolutely. It's hard yeah. not to like like get a little bit carried. Like it's sort of like oh, this is really nice. I know it's really super. Official, but damn, this is fun. I don't. It's well, not and you see cool. weird people at those kind of parties too. Like things that. Have you ever seen the show uh, Two Broke Girls? Yeah. The guy who owns the restaurant, the little Chinese guy. Oh no way! He comes walking in and he sits down next to me, and it's one of those deals where you see him, you go, "I know you." <laughs> <laughs> Where do I know you from? Because <laughs> it's not like it leaps to mind, you know what I mean? And then it, about five minutes go by, and I'm like, oh, now I know where I know this guy from. So we may, as well, we may as well kick off the show on that one. I kind of started recording. What I'll do is I'll fade in the recording, so I'll be nothing. So what we'll do is uh, I'll, we can just start recording now, if that's okay with you guys. What do you think? Okay. Hello, and welcome to episode 10, the Annoying Kid episode of the Hot Toy Cast, the classy, sharply named, and altogether upmarket podcast where you use your ears to listen and learn about all things high-end collectibles, action figures from the likes of Hot Toys, Enter Bay, A3 Toys, and Sideshow Collectibles. Every month or so, your host and I will review and discuss the latest news and releases from those companies that make action figures that we could only dream of as a kid. Now, if you will, allow me to introduce your most noblest hosts. My name is Master Eamon O'Donoghue, also known as Eamon on Toy Boards. That's Master Michael Crawford, known as Michael Crawford all over the place. Uh, I'm Master James Doble, also known as Debonair Pirate Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> debonair. And sadly, <laughs> equally debonair, if not more so debonair, Jack, Jeff Parker is sadly not joining us today because he's way with Holly's with the kids. So while you listen to this, Jeff, I hope you're having a good time there and not dry, pulling your hair out too much. We three, as it's three today, are all lovers of action figures that cost us an arm and leg or perhaps a spouse. Don't pay attention to that, Jeff. Today, <laughs> we, today we'll start our discussion with a little overview on the San Diego high-end collectibles what did we see in san diego because both myself and michael crawford were actually in san diego sadly we did not bump into each other too busy partying with the high-end people you know too busy partying with the big wigs and schmoozing with the posh people but you know we we we, we it was a, a pretty impressive display at the sideshow booth and uh, mike do you want to take it away what did you see 
Oh, sure. Yeah, the Sideshow booth had quite a bit of really nice stuff this year. Now, for me, you know, everybody's going to have something a little different, but for me, the 66 Batmobile with the Batman and Robin oh, yes. were like a highlight of the whole show for me. Yeah. I just I just, I just, couldn't stop drooling over it and walking around and looking at it. it. You know, one of the things we'll talk about in a little bit is is the Batman Returns Batmobile that I just got a little while ago. Woo-hoo. But one, ah. one of the things that's different with this Batmobile is both the Batman Returns and the, the, the Tumblr, uh, that Hot Toys has done have that kind of matte urban camo look to them. Yeah, this you know is a high gloss mm-hmm. enamel paint job that just looks amazing. And it then really the does. red so pinstriping—it cool. really did. It was just beautiful. And I thought they really nailed the two figures. Now I got a chance uh, to chit chat with uh, Raymond uh, Chan for a little while from Hot Toys. Yep, uh, he's oh, the. Let's see what uh, I think he's called the online. Marketing executive or something like that is his title. But anyway, right. uh, great guy. Um, he was really friendly, really nice. You know, he couldn't couldn't really tell me much. I asked a few questions to try to poke around, see if we were going to get a Lone Ranger to go with Tanto. He didn't really know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, tried to see what other characters we'd get out of the 66 uh, Batman line. I couldn't really get anything out of him other than we could expect some more to come. Oh. Uh, but it was really nice talking to him. And it was, you know, he's a really nice guy. It's clear that he really loves the licenses there working with um you know and that's always been clear with all the hot toy stuff so that was great also at the sideshow booth that uh i really liked was the uh the star wars the six scale star wars stuff they had on display um i'm really happy yeah the the whole hoth yeah the whole hoth thing the han the the luke the 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 um why am i blanking on that stupid animal i kept wanting to say wampa There, they they look great. I mean, there's just a lot of great stuff. So, you know, that was kind of another highlight for me. What did you see, Eamon, that you thought was good? Uh, well, again, I really liked the Batmobile. And though it, it, it's yeah. the shininess and the red accents. And you know what? I thought the Batman and Robin figures were very nice. I mean, it, it, they're not... I mean, I, it's the kind of show I grew up with. They're not something I jump right at getting. But, damn, they mm. were very nice. Um, they have, sorry, Jim. I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, do, they, do the Batman and Robin have purrs? I don't know, actually. You know what? I don't think so. doesn't look like they do. It didn't look I like just... it to me. Okay. Because I saw a shot of Batman, and it looked like he did, and it didn't, um, you know, nothing said that they were DX, but I just wondered. Uh, no, no. It didn't seem like that. I mean, uh, in, ter- in terms of Hot Toys, I mean, you know, there was all the usual reveals and stuff like that. You know, there were a couple of the new Iron Man. There was, like, the space-looking Iron Man couple. one. Couple? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, there, there, there was there was that the white one, which I don't I don't know what the names of these ones are now. In fairness, I can't actually remember the names off the top of my head. But it's there's the kind of white and the gray one, it looks like a space missiony kind of one. And then there's the red snapper, of course. Then there's the other one, which I can't even remember, which is not very nice. It was the the Hulk kind of Buster looking one, the Igor one. Mm-hmm. Igor, you know, yeah. The, the Igor one looked absolutely stunning, so I did. But um, and what else did what else did I really like? There? Of course, the Silver Centurion looks awesome. I think. I'm excited for that one. The Silver Centurion from. Um, it's the I don't know in the movie it's the one he wears. Um, oh yes, fights. yes, 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 yes. That one. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that is a nice one. I mean, I quite like the the Johnny Depp figure from the Lone Ranger. It looked very detailed and, and and interesting and stuff. The Man of Steel figure was the one I was really looking at the most. I have to say, I was really excited for that one. Um, that just that just that just really rocked my socks. In terms of the side sideshow collectibles booth itself, I mean. My goodness, those big, gigantic statues that they have were like a, you know, and and the best one was the character I find the most least interesting. The best one they had was like the Doctor Doom one. How cool! Oh, was the that half doc- scale. Yeah. yeah. Whoa! I mean, you know, for the really rich collectors among us, I mean, that that's something to kind of greet someone in a big stairway when they come into a big mansion house. I mean, who? What crazy? <laughs> what crazy folks are going to buy those? But they were fantastic. One thing from the Sideshow booth I am definitely going to get, and it absolutely rocked my socks off, was the Red Sonya statue. It mm-hmm. was yeah. beautiful. That was, you know, there's been a lot of Red Sonya statues. I'm a Red Sonya fan myself, although I haven't read the comic in a while. I stopped reading the comic. Um, but I'm generally a Red Sonya fan, and who's not a fan of, you know, girl and a sword and bikini mm-hmm. and all the rest of it? But it's just, it, 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 it's so beautifully done. It's a, it's a beautifully sculpted statue. It really is. Her face is excellent it's 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 not too beautiful it's not too unattractive it's just it's beautiful but it's just right it's that level of oh it's just a beautiful statue what do, what do you the, think like uh, 
the other uh, you were talking about the half scale figures. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that Indiana Jones. We they actually showed an Indiana Jones at Comic Con last year in half scale. Um, he was there at the very beginning. I think I still got a picture up somewhere of him from my last year coverage. He was there like the very first day. Yeah. They started getting complaints about the head sculpt. They pulled him down, and he wasn't there this year. And I asked uh, at the booth to see what was up with him, and they said they were still going to release him, but that he was being reworked. Okay. So. Okay, well, good. I mean, it's good when they rework stuff. If they listen to people and they're going back and reworking stuff, that's pretty good. Speaking of large statues, did you see that creature of the Black Lagoon over at Toynami? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big creature fan, and that was I, I, they do a nice job with their I, I forget what they they call those things. They're the big quarter scales they do that are ridiculously expensive. Uh, but the what, creature the creature looked very nice. No, they've got a special you know Toynami brand name for those oh, things. Oh right, okay. Um, and uh, cinema 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 something cinema cats something cinema cats yeah. Something like that. Anyway, uh, you know, like, and with some of them, like the Terminator and some of the other ones, they actually had real hair and all that. And they looked really good. But that, that creature is the first one that I've seen that really stands out to me that was that was really sharp. Mm, there's not a lot of nice stuff there. I mean, well, was it a good con for you overall inside the book? What was it with this year, Mike, in terms of insight? And, it was a good it? con. Uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff. I actually made a conscious decision this year, though, not to go to any panels. I skipped them all so oh, I yeah. could uh, avoid the lines and the insanity. Uh, I think I was far less stressed that way. <laughs> <laughs> I did do a lot of the off-sites. I think that's that's genius. They're getting more and more off-site stuff. I went to the Game of Thrones uh, off-site. Uh, they had one for Ender's Game. I went to the Game of Thrones because me and Ali were supposed to go to the Game of Thrones thing. What off-site uh, Game of Thrones thing? Because there was no way we were getting the Hall H. We got at the Hall H for um, yeah, the Dexter Game of Thrones. Panel. It was down across the street from the uh, that delicious uh, fish restaurant that's right there by the convention center um, in one of the hotels. And what they did was you went in and uh, uh, you got a free T-shirt that that would say uh, it, it's got at the top House. Um, and in the in the character from the you know the Game of Thrones uh, uh, script, uh, and then you would type in whatever name you wanted, and it would print on the T-shirt, so you could have like, you know, House O'Donoghue, cool, That's um, so awesome. in the Game of Thrones style. Um, and uh, so that was cool, free T-shirt. And then they had props and stuff from the show. They had you sit in the – that's that other picture I took where I'm sitting in the throne oh, yeah. um, that I posted on Facebook. Uh, they did that. They had a game where you could uh, you could uh, play around with the new Game of Thrones game that's coming out online. Um, uh, you know, a number of things like that. So that was just kind of cool too because it gets pe- – oh, and they did a sketch. You, you, would, you would get in line and they would sketch your face oh. uh, onto a Game of Thrones uh, artwork. Oh, cool. Uh, so which was so that's cool. They had one for Ender's Game where they had a lot of the props from the film. Uh, they had one for Godzilla where they took you through. They had a bunch of the props, and then they did this sort of old oh, Godzilla's attack in the building uh, <laughs> sort of thing. That was pretty neat, and it gave you your first look at the new Godzilla. Um, oh, what was he like? I actually missed that. You know, he sort of kind of looked – I thought he looked like a cross between the classic Godzilla and sort of a little lizardy in the head, a little more lizardy in the head like the newer Godzilla. Right. Uh, but the body was a lot more like the traditional Godzilla. Did, for he, more have like chunky legs? Did he have the chunky legs? Uh, it looked like it, but he was kind of in the – you know, they show you he's like out the window and it's raining and thundering supposedly out the window. It's on a screen. Right. So he's kind of hard to see, but he he was pretty good. Um, they also had some uh, some other off sites. Um, what was the other one I went to? Um, and and I think that's a that's really genius because it does pull some of the crowd away from the main uh, location and gets you gets you to to see some of the other stuff um, away from from the crowd. So that's that's cool. Another thing I saw that I was really thought was was really cool is the three D uh, printers. How cheap they're getting. There oh, yeah. was a booth there selling three D printers. Um, and they had, uh, they actually showed one at Ender's Game that they were using for the for for doing stuff with Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. And then when you went to the convention floor, they were selling uh, the uh, they call it the amateur or the the home model for fifteen hundred dollars, and the professional version for twenty five hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. And you could make action, you know, like six or seven inch action figures with these things, you know, yeah. until the cows come home. Uh, they looked, they were, I mean, the price on this stuff is getting ridiculous. I did yep. the Predator uh, thing where, you know, they're doing the, uh, the 3D version of Predators coming out. Yep. Where did you, where uh, on, did you get your head? Blu-ray. Did you and get your head in a skull? Yes, I got my oh, head, boy, head uh, done so on the little, uh, in the Predator's hand. And I did a special, you know, 
It was funny. A lot of people were just like smiling. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> You've had your head ripped off your body. Your spine is exposed. Come on. Yeah. So I did kind of a, you know, um, and that should be here in a couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to that. I mean, again, the, with the 3D printers coming, getting so cheap, you're going to see more and more of that kind of stuff be Let's available. Let's do a toy line, Mike. That's right. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll help out. Well, you know, that'll be my second time around. The first time around, I failed, but this time, uh, yeah, I know a lot me. more than I did 15 years ago. <laughs> and you got me this time, so, you know. There you it's, go. It's, it's bound to be a success. It's very exciting. And actually, the next time when uh, when Jeff returns, actually, he's uh, being away on a trip to a 3D printer. And he got his own 3D figure printed up as well, so it's going to be exciting hearing a little bit more about all that. But I think we should crack on with some reviews, gentlemen. What say you all? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so I think today we're not gonna we're not discussing one bit of Dark Knight goodness, but two bit of Dark Knight Rises goodness. So what will it be? Shall we shall we ease into the Dark Knight goodness? Ease in with a bit of soft Selena. Yeah, let's talk shall about. Shall we ease Selena. in with a soft Selena? Let's ease in with something. Anybody else have Selena other than me? Yeah, I think you're the only one. But I've oh. got some in hand picks here, so it's good. My one, should, my I'm getting mine from a UK supplier, so it'll be a little. Well, she's little definitely late. beautiful, uh, and you know we've talked about the rooted hair before. How it seems like uh, Hot Toys takes things on that other companies are afraid to try. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And they they tweak it and tweak it and tweak it until it gets to the point where it's it's at the same quality that they do everything else. Yep. Uh, yeah. I think they're getting there with the hair. She definitely has some really gorgeous hair, and it uh, it it. Doesn't need a lot of product in it or anything to keep it fairly clean and straight. Yeah. Um, Did you have to put product in? No, I didn't. I didn't have any product in it, and I didn't have to put any in it. It just it cool. looks really good all by itself. Um, I thought it was you really have good. To work. Like Widow too. Yeah, you do have to work at keeping it up over the ears, especially when you put the the uh, goggles on. Uh, but you can you can get it there. Uh, it, you know, she's a little light when it comes to accessories. I'm a little again, we're we're paying an awful lot of money for figures that are a little light these days. Uh, but the big problem is, and I'm and I, I I specifically, you guys know, I specifically don't read anybody else's reviews before I write mine, and I haven't wrote my Selena yet. Uh, so I didn't know if this was a big problem, but I'm starting to hear that it is. Uh, her mask, when I was working with her, uh, the goggles themselves are hard plastic over the softer uh, mask. Right. And they're yeah. very tight. And when you're putting it on her head, it snapped like that. It took me about 10 seconds to snap the, oh, the, the dear, stem really? on one side of the goggles. And it's not the kind of thing you can fix. You can't just re-glue it because there's so much tension on those stems as you when you put the mask on the head. Uh, uh, so I've contacted Hot Toys, and they're they're doing their thing and going to replace my goggles for me. So they're, they're great there. Uh, but I started to ask around and say, you know, is this something that's being a problem for people? And surprisingly, I'm hearing from a lot of people who are having that problem. Uh, the yeah, guy is snapping on them easily, so you got to be really careful working with them. Oh, that's that's the that's disappointing. Okay, right. So, explain exactly what are we exactly we talking about here? The, the, there's two parts of the goggles. There's the part that formed ears, but they are the overall um, infrared goggles that go over her mask. So, what are we talking about? Is is it the the little hinges that go just on her ears on the back of the mask that you pull over the hair? Are we talking about those bits? No, the 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 on the inside is a softer mask that covers her eyes and wraps around back with a strap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over that are are sort of the the goggles are done sort of like glasses where they have stems that go down either side. Yeah. Uh, and they flip up on those stems. You know right. the, the the goggles flip up into the ear pose on those stems. Those stems are very tight uh, on her head side to side. So that when you put them on, if you give it too much pressure, it'll snap, and then you can't fix it. There's just too much pressure on them on a regular basis to be able to glue it again. So Mm -hmm. that's where you have to be really careful working with them. And it's difficult because, like I said, you want to keep the hair up above or behind her ears while you're sliding it on. And um, so, so it's very tricky. You want to take your time. You know, I'm I'm nervous when I get this new pair just trying to do it again. And once they're on, she's gonna have that thing on permanently. Make sure you do it in a room as nice and warm maybe because I always I have always a suspicion that I think people start opening their hot toys as soon as they come off of like a truck and the trucks are always cold and hot toys are more brittle when they're cold blah 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 and I was, oh, I'm always a bit suspicious about that one, but I think it's a bit of a brittle one and stuff like that now uh, how, how, how what do you think of the face because to me looking at some of the pictures the face looks a little bit like the same sort of things as like we had with Loki where yeah that's good but they're just there seems to be is is there just something a little lacking on the paint up on the face again on on Selena Kyle like there was with Loki a little bit. 
Um, I think part of the thing is is that with women, they don't – with the female characters, they don't get quite as extreme with skin tones. Right. Uh, they tend to stay a little more of that creamy, milky look, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of makes sense, right? I mean, most of the ladies don't have the extreme uh, coloration in their skin tones, uh, like perhaps a Bane or somebody. Yep. But um, – and I, so I think that's part of it. I think she's a little less – and she does have a fairly simple expression, right? She's not – Really, there's not a lot in that expression emotionally. She's not really snarling or emoting that much, is she? So, uh, but I think it looks just like Hathaway. I mean, it's a, it's a good Hathaway, um, definitely. What do you what do you think of her, James, so far? With looking at the intent picks, uh, she looks nice. It's not one um, I kind of skipped her. I think, um, and I'm I'm okay without having her. I guess she's not like my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, so. The thing I like best about her, though, is I'm going to put her on the bat pod. Yeah, yeah will, will, will she fit in the bat pod pretty well? Yep. I mean, holds yep. her butt. On, they even on the show bat you. Pod. They even I haven't put her on her yet, uh, but they show her in the instructions how to do it. Yeah. Um. And and because of the neck articulation, it looks like it works pretty well. So. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, I was I was a bit concerned about her about her as silly as it sounds, her butt because one of her things that I liked about her in the movie was, of course, you know, her butt. And, you know, Scarlett Johansson's has a great butt in her figure, and I was just a bit thinking about it, but, but I guess her butt is designed to be able to articulate to go on the bat, bat pot. I mean, can you can you feel around her butt, Mike, and find out whether it is aware of <laughs> You know, I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, but I guess she probably will look pretty pretty good on, on the bat pot. I actually haven't seen very many pics with her on the bat pot, actually. That's probably because a lot of people don't have the bad pot and her yet. Oh yeah, I just, yeah, there's 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 pics I'm looking at her here off of her on, on the bad pot. She does look nice on the bad pot. She probably probably fits better it looks on better than Batman. Do you reckon it looks better than Batman? Because can, can you I get think, the neck? I think you, you can get the neck a little better. You know the the DX Batman. Of course, you got that magnetic neck, so you can play around with it a bit more. But right, okay, um, okay, cool. But I think she's I think she'll be my choice for the bad pot. Right, okay, cool. Right, well. I think we better take care of the the Batmobile in the house as opposed to the elephant in the house. And 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 an elephant says like it's a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's one of the most beautiful things we've ever ever seen. Is of course the 1989 Batmobile from Hot Toys. Ah, uh, it's a thing of beauty. Just beyond awesome, and it's just beyond expensive as well. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm really resting good. And I know I could sell my um, uh, a Space Adam. I could sell Space Adam and probably end up buying this. I could sell my Space Adam and my Gunmetal Iron Man, and I could probably end up having the Batmobile. The big issue I have with the Batmobile, or it's not an issue, it's the problem me personally having the Batmobile, is where in the name of God to store it. So, Mike, where, yeah. for starters, are you putting this thing? Oh, I have a to, I, I plan on putting having a display of all three Batmobiles kind of coming down a road. My, my concept is doing <laughs> a little road in a circle. <laughs> Okay, cool. Cool. Here, think, think, think oh. about this here. Okay, so you're you're you do a like a spiral staircase, but a spiral road, All from right. the ceiling to the floor. So it only takes yeah. up you know three or four feet max. It's like a miniature <laughs> spiral staircase in your room, essentially. Right, and then at the top you put the '66 Batmobile with Batman and Robin. In the middle you got the '89, and at the bottom you got the the the, the tumbler. tumbler. Yeah. And I think that'll take up the least amount of space and be able to show off all three of them. But that's what I'm thinking right now. I've got to come up with some way to show off all three of them, and with a Batman and a Joker with each one of them. So they got to have a '66 Joker for us. Cool. And, and have you have you tried to fit the bat- Batman in it yet? Yes, and he does fit. It, the cape's kind of a pain in the ass, but he does fit. The, yeah, um, the and it's a, it, it isn't as impressive to me. I like this as my favorite Batmobile. This is my. I like this yeah. Batmobile on screen better than the '66, better than the the Tumbler. Yeah. Um, the only it other is. one on screen that rivals it is the animated series, the original animated series Batmobile. So yes. it, I, I really do like this Batmobile, but um, the the problem is it's not as a as a in person as impressive piece of engineering and design. Really? As like as like the tumbler. Well, the tumbler's got a lot to it, right? There's a there, yeah. there's a lot of texture. There's a lot of uh, of uh, springs and sprockets and gears and huge ass tires and you know there's a lot to the tumbler. When you look at this one, it's very clean lines. It's very smooth. There's not a lot of texture. It's a matte black, so you're not getting a lot of glossy look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it's not quite until you open up that that uh, canopy and see those cool interior lights on the dash, which are really impressive. Yeah. Uh, 
the light feature on this is very impressive. The headlights, the rear lights, and that that interior lighting. Uh, and there's some other things that are really cool, like the little uh, levers on the inside uh, that are down on the the uh, between the, the seats. Gear, the, gear, the little the gear, gear shifts. shifts. Well, one's a gear shift, and I'm not sure what the other one was. Uh, they move. Ah, there you go. Hand clutch. They move back and forth, which is kind of cool. Um, the so it is an impressive Batmobile. The canopy over it is nice. Um, I don't know that I'll, that's something I'm gonna have to figure out what to store because I'll probably never use it. But the canopy is nice to have. The armor. No, the big the big question is uh, how what kind of condition does yours come in? Because I'm I'm looking at the on the sideshow face message boards and there's a lot of people getting theirs with scuffs on them. Yeah, I didn't have any problem. No oh, problem. Yours is perfect. Lucky. Yeah, I, I must have got lucky. I didn't have any scuff problems. Oh my goodness, you lucky man, you! Oh my goodness, you lucky, lucky man! It is the behemoth, and and the battery compartment because uh, you have the little you have a little battery thingy, don't you? To or not a battery, uh, a little magnet thingy to pull out the side panels, so it'll launch yep. the uh, it'll launch the discs, That's and you cool. you can pull out the panels to to uh, to take off the top of the guns as well. Yep, the guns hide down inside the engine. Yep, and you, yeah, they have this little magnet thing to lift them up. You can actually do it by hand too. You don't absolutely have to use a little magnet thingy, but you know how though is they like to give you a little tool to use. I like losing little things because it makes it a bit more. And they got the ankle breakers yeah. or shin breakers that pop onto the sides if you want to use those. Yeah, and how's the how's the pivot the, the actual platform it can do the whole rotating from Batman Returns? How's, how's that? Again, thing? you know, it's not really something I'm probably ever going to use in the display, but it does work. I mean, you, it'll it'll hold him up and and it does spin if you had that much space. Right. Okay. Cool. Cool. If <laughs> you have that much space, yeah. I mean, the, the size of the box of the thing alone—it's like the light. It's like a. What are we getting? A flipping plasma TV? Are we getting a free yeah, freezer? Or what, what? What? What are we getting? And I'm really, I'm really wrestling with it because uh, I've taken measurements and stuff like that, and I, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be in a similar boat as me. Is and is where's it going to go? Now, from what I've seen, it can actually fit on top of three IKEA Detolts, those glass <laughs> cabinets that most of us tend to get. <laughs> Good old IKEA there, you know. Good old Swedish mm. kicking in first there, but mm. it's uh, it's as we know, it's got a kind of a rear, a wide rear back end. Now, from what I understand, it's approximately about six uh, six centimeters uh, too wide for uh, the, the top, which is about like about half an inch for you know people who don't do the metric system and stuff. And uh, so it, it it it's not too bad, but. I don't like having things like overspill on, on, on a cabinet and it, it might look a little bit awkward and it's such a big thing and it's the kind of it's the kind of item where you, you know I'm seeing a lot of reviews online and you got these dudes with their, their very small apartments with this very large Batmobile <laughs> and we're running into that whole territory where people are having TVs bigger than their rooms kind of a situation and it's like whoa dude come on shouldn't you wish you have a big pit and it's like it's the kind of thing where it's like, my God, I genuinely may not have the room for it now. I suppose I can put it under the towels now, but is it the kind of thing that will just skyrocket in price? Should it be something that just get it now, worry about storage later? What, what, what's, what's your impression on that? I, either of you? James, I mean, what do you think? I mean, will something like this, the price go up on this, do you think? I don't know. I think it's priced so high now that yeah. it's, in a, it's almost like in a different market. For itself, like the t- the tumbler is what like four hundred, yeah. Um, so I, to me, that's more in in the range that's more easily accessible. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Whereas this, what does it retail for? It's like seven, I think, right? Uh, I think it's no, it's less than that. I think it's about six fifty. But then you got to add shipping in there, which you know it's a huge box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I just I don't think there'll be as much demand for it outside of. A specific audience, so I don't see it being extremely to be hard to get down the road. You have to be a serious Batman fan, yeah, to buy this one. If if you could only own one, it really should be the '66. I think um, this one is something that, yeah, if you're either a, if you're either uber nuts about Batman uh, or you really love that Batmobile more than oh, any I other Batmobile, Batmobile, then I, can I do see it. too. That one's my favorite. I just um, it is my I favorite too. It just it's man, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I, I have to tell you that it's one of the few things I've bought from Hot Toys where once I got it and I kept looking at it, I kept thinking, my God, that was a lot of money. <laughs> it's hard to justify. <laughs> and I still isn't look it? It really at it. Is. I was moving it around out in the barn today because I'm trying to kind of clean and sort and do all my crap out there that to eventually get it all straightened out so i keep moving it out there because i've got it on boxes right now it's like oh man i'm gonna drop this thing one of these times i'm moving it oh but it, 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 it is it is hard to justify i mean it's like it's so awesome but 
I'm, I'm figuring the only way I'm going to get it is to still off a few things and, and, and get it that way. I figure space out of it and things like that. I mean, James, you, do, you, do you think you'll get it? I don't know, man. I want it. Um, I'd definitely like to get it. I think uh, I, I think Becky. Yeah, I, I, I could probably find room for it. Um, so room's not in it. Maybe not right now because even I need to get another case. Um, and I don't use a D. I have one D12. Um, and then I have my other figures in kind of a different case that I've never posted pictures of for some reason. Right. Um, right. And I'm just not happy with my display the way it is now. So that's what's throwing me off about it um, more than, I guess, the money. is just like I don't know where I'd put it until I could figure out how I want my display the way I want it. <laughs> now with just the figures, like I'd rather figure that out first and not have to worry about where I'm going to put the Batmobile, you know, but... I think it's just I, I'd rather have you know four figures. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit like that as well. But it's, it's, it's I'm having, I'm having trouble resisting it. I really am. But uh, on, on, on to the, onto yours, Mike. We, because uh, uh, I saw a lot of people that for some odd reason the outer shell, uh, the, the, the shield as it was called, yeah, was the covered armor. In a, the armor. It was, it was covered in a plastic, whereas the mm -hmm. Batmobile on the inside was not. That was a bit of a, that was a bit of an odd choice, and yeah. you see a lot of people actually getting scuffs up because of that. Hmm. On, on their back, I, especially along, especially along the canopy. I mean, I've seen some dudes now where it's like with some, they're, they're small scuffs, but damn, if you have it, it's, it's, cause it's a real matte kind of black, isn't it? It's, it's, mm -hmm. like, it's and I could see that, that the styrofoam probably could have done that to it. I mean, it is, it is packed tight. There's no doubt about that. Right. It's, it's packed tight in that styrofoam. So I could see where that might have been an issue. They might have wanted to use some of that plastic shield, uh, that plastic coating on some of the, at least the high, high points on the. Yeah, the, it, it just doesn't seem like they didn't put any plastic on the Batmobile. Uh, Batmobile. I mean, what, what was, was the casing necessary, do you think? To, to, was the armor necessary, do you think? It's a nice, it's a nice elaborate touch, but it's kind of like. Yeah, it's a nice touch. You know what I might use it for? Because um, I'm unlike unlike the rest of the world, I don't use cases for any of my figures. I keep them out. And because you get aircon, um, you on get aircon. Yeah, and it's in a building that that's separate from the house, so I only use yeah. it once in a while. So I don't get a lot of dust, but that's yeah. it's a great dust cover. It is a good dust cover. <laughs> you know, you it can throw a... it on there. You don't have to worry about the Batmobile ever getting dusty when you show it to somebody. You pull it off. Yep. That's true. Yeah, it's, although it, it's just nice to kind of have your Batmobile kind of open and stuff, and then get your little chamois and polish it ever, ever so. What, what about the what about the lights on the back? What about the the, the turbo engines on, on the back? Because because it's very hard to gauge when some some reviewers put the lights in and the, because of their camera it kind of flares up and you're kind of getting an artificial view of what the the turbo engines oh, they look, look great. Like. The, both the front lights and the back lights look great. Yeah. Cool. The light feature is <laughs> probably the high point. See, what you what you kind of need now is someone to go in the Batmobile with. Batman. Now I will, oh, since you brought up the light feature, I will say it is kind of annoying that you have to take open the back. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. Not Boot. really a trunk. The trunk. But yeah, it's but the back section there, you have to pull it off to turn them on and off. So that's kind of an annoying pain in the ass. But other than that, other than that, and 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 the steering does actually not turn the wheel, which is a bit annoying. Oh, that is. Hmm. Well, that's. I mean, what? I mean, why would you need to? But it's just I don't know. It's yeah, just, and I think that. They probably did that so you could turn the wheel without maybe breaking the mechanism. Because you're not yeah. going to be able, you know what I mean? When you turn that little tiny wheel and if you're not rolling the car when you're doing it. I mean, who is going to be rolling damn. the car? I mean, it's just... <laughs> the, 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 I can the, say the, now if they did a Batwing, I would completely buy it. Like, How that, massive would that be? I. It doesn't matter. That, it, to me, is like the ultimate Batman vehicle. The, the Batwing from the 89 flick... That's my favorite of any, so I would buy that instantly. I, I wouldn't care how much it costs or where I would put it. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so much I, prefer that to that. I, I know we're getting off topic, but... Like, I do have to warn anybody that's married, though. Uh, when I received the Batmobile in the mail, opened it up, set it up, turned on the lights, showed it to my wife, and then told her how much I paid for it. She didn't get it. Mm. I got one of those looks that withered yeah. some of the cells in my body. Yeah. I, yes. I, it, it, this is a boy thing. This is a boy thing. The Batmobile is a boy thing. I put on for all of my friends over here. I put on a review. Some of my friends are not interested in toys at all, but everyone's interested in a Batmobile, especially boys. Oh, yeah. I put yeah. on here, and, and uh, my, my girlfriend was, like, taking, you know, have, having a bit of me. Oh, look, you can turn the wheel. I'm like, baby, you can turn the wheel. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so caught up. It's, and she thought it was just so lame. But I think, I think Batmobile is 
proper boys' territory. It, it is genuine yeah. boys' territory, and it's just like you, you look at that thing because it was it it was that movie that you saw in the cinema when you were when you when you were you know a lot younger, and it just rocked your socks off. I mean, the movie probably doesn't maybe hold up as well. It's nice, has a nice kitsch value to it, and I still enjoy it because it has nice textures and it's still shot. And I, I, there's something about seeing old models and stuff like that. But I think when you when when you look at this Batmobile, you're you're reminded you know of all the models and actual models kits and, 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 and props that they had to actually make for the original Bat movie and this Batmobile looks like it is although they actually just made one by a guy called Anton Thirst I believe is a British designer and he yes. actually died I think a while back and he designed this uh, this particular Batmo- Batmobile so it is so it's absolutely an awesome looking bit of machinery so will I have one by the time mm-hmm. I have a next podcast I don't know I may or may not but if they were to do a Batwing back to the Batwing James you could just hang that thing on the wall because it's nice and flat Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, or you, suspend you, it. Suspend <laughs> <laughs> You need chains to suspend that thing, I think. Yeah. Okay, so shall we? I mean, I, I was potentially going to hold off on the Hulk review until the rest of you guys got him because we made such a big kind of song and dance about the Hulk. I think maybe we could... Mm-hmm. I have the Hulk and I'm the only one who has the Hulk. Uh, I'm, I can't imagine all of us getting the Batmobile, so it's okay that we can re- one of us gets to review the Batmobile and everyone's starting to get theirs now as well, so the timing's good. But I'm just wondering, should I... Should I hold off on a Hulk review, or will we wait till Jeff and every, uh, the rest of you guys get one? Do I don't know about like? James, but I should have mine here pretty soon. I should have had it by now. Ooh, <laughs> well, fingers okay. crossed, I'll, I'll get mine soon. Okay, so. well, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a quick review of mine. He's awesome. <laughs> he's, he's, he's incredible. Really cool. He's he is incredible. He's he's, incredible. he's he's a ton of fun. We'll go into a, we'll go, we'll we'll kind of have a bit of a Hulk special, I think, maybe in the in the, in the next couple of podcasts. But he is a lot of fun. The art, the, the, the way his, his fingers and his fists, you can get quite a few poses out of him. I mean, there's still a little bit of a, uh, you know, the feet. Sometimes the feet, you have to kind of really work with the feet to kind of get him flush on the ground. And at that, you, you don't get quite his feet on. He, he, Hulk needs to have his feet flush on the ground to give him that real sense of power. I feel anyway. Yeah, I and agree. It's kind of hard sometimes because, and you can understand why because you don't want a lot of a, a ankle rock anyway in that articulated area because it's there's going to be too much gap and stuff like that. But he is surprised. Surprisingly articulated for the kind of figure that he is, and he's you, you, for a figure that size. You know, when you picked up the Iron Monger, you're like, "Oh, am I going to break something when I turn this arm up? Am I? It's something happening." Hulk feels surprisingly sturdy. I mean, he 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 he. You know, if if he dropped, he could take a tumble. He, he feels really sturdy. The, the 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 mechanism on the the shoulders and the arms is really good. It feels it doesn't feel like you're stressing anything. It just feels nicely engineered. The engineering on him is tight, and I haven't bothered to work the eyes because I just can't be bothered because his eyes are just <laughs> perfect. They're so far and back in his you know eye sockets anyway. It's kind of hard to kind of kind of see the most things, but he he's he, his fists are. His articulate, he he's comes with two sets of hands, one fists and one like hands open. But what's great about these hands is they're, they're um, you know, they've got a wire in them that you can like articulate the fingers, and it's absolutely you know like your 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 old um, uh, evil Knievel figure. Remember the bendy evil Knievel figure that you got? Well, he's got like that <laughs> in his Hulk hands. There you go. There's a flashback for you, and it's it's great because you can get some really nice kind of grabby poses and and stuff like that. Um, I would have liked him to come with some sort of a. Not necessarily a base, but something to put him on, like even just a floor, like a bit of a bit of a bit of road or something like that, or a bit of concrete with some cracks in it. Something, something. But I guess he was such a high price point anyway. You know, having a little bit more would have kind of put him over the edge. And uh, he's 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 just amazing. His face, the teeth, that the beads of sweat in his face, awesome. But as I said, I'm not going to go have a short review. I'm not going to have a long review. He says, keep on going. <laughs> what you say, James? Oh, I just wanted to know how heavy he is because he seems like heavy. he'll be real heavy. Yeah, he's heavy. He is very, very, very heavy, and uh, and, and and he will fit into one uh, cabinet if you got if you're smart and you get the U bolts for your cabinets, and you can actually fit him along with uh, all of the main Avengers except for Coulson. And if you have him and uh, Nick Fury, I don't have Nick Fury, but uh, Coulson and Nick Fury and Loki are not in the same cabinet. It's it's Hulk. Uh, and and the gang. It's Hulk, Black Widow, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. There you go. And they all fit in one cabinet. Very. It's a bit snug, 
but you can get a really kind of cool collective pose on them and stuff like that. And for any of us, uh, for any of you who are watching uh, who what listen to this podcast and devices right about now, you should be seeing some images flashing up and stuff like that of what I did with my uh, Hulk. And you can just put them on the table and you can just set up your scenes on the on the coffee table and have a right old rip roaring time for a Sunday afternoon. It's great fun. Uh, it's just just fun. getting all the gang out on the table and just getting them on the table and just taking pictures. Moving them slightly, taking pictures. It's just amazing. He's it just completes the set. It's awesome. But as I said, this was going to be a very short Hulk review I was going to give. So <laughs> Alright, so uh I think now next the next one on our hit list now, uh Storm Shadow. What have, you, have either of you guys got Storm who's got Storm Shadow? You. James, do you have Storm I got Shadow? Storm. Do you have yes. Storm Shadow Mike? No. You do not have Storm Shadow. Okay, so go ahead, James. Take her away with Storm Shadow. Uh, Storm Shadow is awesome, man. Go I ahead. don't know. My reviews are always like, that figure is great. This yeah, figure is awesome. He, he <laughs> just rocks. All right, well, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring up some images of Storm Shadow, and I'm going to start asking you a couple of questions on, on the Storm Shadow. First of all, the fa- how good is that face sculpt of the actor uh, that nobody ever seems to remember the name of, the poor fella? LBH, uh, Lee Byung-hoon. Oh, I believe. Who? Well done. Whoa, I, um, look at you. <laughs> I just call him LBH. Um, he's he's one of my favorite actors, actually. Um, he does a bunch of well, he's Korean, so he does a bunch of cool Korean flicks. Um, and if nobody knows him from anything else uh, other than GI Joe, you should. Um, he's got a flick on Netflix called um, "I Saw the Devil," which is really awesome. It's not a horror movie. I know it sounds like a horror movie title. Um, it's was not. He the, it's like was a, he the cop? Yes. Did you see it? Uh, no, it's on my list. Oh, it's so good. I've heard it's really good. It's well, crazy. Well, so well, intense and gory and just, that's a crazy movie. It's not like Cashern uh, or anything like that, is it? Sorry? It's not like Cashern, because that last, that was, that was a Korean movie. That's oh. Great. That was um, crazy. Oh, when it's you not, say crazy it's Korean not, movies, I'm like, uh, right, okay, no. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy and and it's probably the goriest movie I've ever seen. Jesus, okay. It's, but it's good in a good way. I thought it was in a good way, but um, but it's starring this dude he, anyway. It's a, Storm Shadow. Yeah, he's good in um, uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Weird. Also, um, he, he he wasn't in Storm Riders, was he? I don't think so. Right, okay. There you go. I'm trying there to think go. of what else I've seen him in. It doesn't. I mean, the the sculpt is. I would give it a ten out of ten. It's so good. It is amazing. It is a really good house because I mean, as I as as I said to you before before the podcast, I thought GI Joe Retaliation was brutally awful. I thought it was, <laughs> thought it was awful. But uh, I liked uh, it more than you did. I think I, I I I I think you did just a bit. But I I I have to say I really like the Storm Shadow figure so much so that I'm I'm kind of interested in getting him at at some stage. His face sculpt is absolutely amazing. I mean it. it it really is. It's 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 just so. It's such a kind of a captivating face sculpt, and just the fact that he's white and the, yeah, it's uh, balls. The face the face sculpt is like balls accurate. It I would really say. is. And, the, and we did the. Um, Eamon and I were on the um, What's on Joe Mind podcast, and we um, re- kind of reviewed um, Snake Eyes with them. And I think Storm Shadow's overall better than Snake Eyes. And Snake Eyes is an awesome figure. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's posable and everything as he is. He's very playable with um, Snake Eyes, I think. Yeah. He's very playable. I, I really, I, I got Snake Eyes there a few weeks ago, and I, I don't like the movie, but I take out Snake Eyes all the time and have a little play with him while I want to watch on TV later night after my evening's work. He's just, I love him. I love the swords you get with him. I love his guns. Cause I liked I liked Snake Eyes when I was a kid, you see. I like Snake Eyes. G.I. Yes. Joe is something I have, I have left behind as a kid. Some things you just, you just leave behind. As a kid, some things you keep with, like He-Man or Star Wars or whatever. There's one or two things that y- you maintain, but Star Wars or, or GI Joe was something I or Action Force for me was something I left behind. But you know, I, I, that Snake Eyes just rules, and thank God he's a lot better than looking at Snake Eyes in the first movie with the lips, <laughs> oh, with the lips sculpt, oh, which I, I I never quite understood. Why would you do that? Why? I, it doesn't. It makes so little sense. It made no sense to me. I never understood. Whereas this Snake Eyes, he's absolutely awesome. He looks like a proper black yeah. ninja. Uh, yes. But 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 and and Storm Shadow, a proper white ninja. I just kind of want to get him because he feels like a, I don't know. He feels like a, he, like an iMac or something like that, like an iMac of Hot Toys <laughs> or something. I don't know. He just it's just one of those figures that you get and you cannot put down. Really, I literally I carried mine around the house with me for at least a day. 
after I got him. <laughs> I, I literally kept on putting him on the table like ever so often, like where you're sitting on, you kind of put him there and stuff. Yeah, and then move him around a little bit, and he just he comes with so much cool stuff. Um, and the second head sculpt, the I say it's the second head sculpt to some people that might be the first one. Right. I don't know with the mask, the mask sculpt. I yeah, I prefer the unmasked one because it's so brilliant. Um, but the masked one's great too because it's got the um, over where his nose and uh, lips and his chin would be. Um, it's actually got a piece of fabric stretched. Oh, so it's not sculpted because I was I was really wondering where that was. I was like, is that is that material or is that actually wrapped around his face? So it is yeah, actually wrapped around his face. So if you pull that off, there's a face there. Yeah, and you can see it. it. The coolest thing about the way they did it is you can kind of see like hints of the sculpt underneath it. Like almost a little bit of paint if you shine a light on it. So good. Um, and he, he, he comes with two sides. He's got um, shuriken, like the throwing stars. Um, he's got a pistol. He's got both swords. They're die cast like on Snake Eyes. Um, you can put the ends together. So he's got like a double-bladed weapon. Oh, really? Well, you can uh, like he does in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his sheaths are really cool, his scabbards, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just a really good figure. And because of the way the outfit is, he's, uh, he's one of the most posable figures um, I can remember. Um, a- like, even more than Snake Eyes. Like, I thought the way the Snake Eyes outfit is, uh, you can get a lot of good poses out of it. But Storm Shadow is, like, even more so. He's, he's just so specific. My, my issue with Snake Eyes was I just feel he's, there's not much design past the belt. You know, from the waist yeah. up, he's interesting. And Snake Eyes from the waist down is just like a regular bloke in a pair of combats. He's just very... Yeah. He's not very excited, but above, above, you know, above, above the waist, he's just awesome. Whereas Storm Shadow, top to toe, he's pretty, pretty uh, slick, even even if he is sporting a pair of, like, you know, runners. <laughs> but then you would wear sneakers, wouldn't you, if you want to bounce all over the place? Yeah. You know, so I mean, you would answer me this: the 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 swords, the are they they're katanas? Are they katanas? They are katanas. Yes. I'm gonna all yep. the ninja experts are gonna come back and say that's not our katana, but you know, I'm gonna call it katana. His katana. Well, traditionally, for all the for all the Japanese sword experts out there, there was never anything that was really a like a specific ninja sword. Historically, apparently, ninjas just used katanas like the samurai. So cool. Okay, cool. The um. So I. Th- those at you, the, those guys. The, the handles on him, the the, the grips. Are they is are they sculpted or are they material? Uh, they're sculpted, but they look like they're not. That was something I appreciated, and I noticed that um, his hands hold them really tightly too. Oh, really? Because with start with Snake Eyes, are a little he's a little loose holding the sword, isn't he? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Storm Shadow's not like that at all, and it, I was actually worried pushing the shorter hand um, into. Or the the shorter sword into the hand, it was I almost was like, am I going to scrape this up? Because right. it was so tight right. in a good way. Because those hands need to hold the side too, and they're really small. The handles on the sides are really tiny. And I believe um, as well, but it can hold those really well too. And I believe as well they give you extra little studs as well because he comes with these little studs, and you get you get a little pack of studs. That was the one thing that annoyed me about you know the Terminator one. He comes with studs, and I th- I I think one yeah. of the studs fell off the off his um off his elbows. So I was like, oh, I'm never going to find that, am I? So with with the storm shadow here, he comes with these little silver studs on on his up and on his lapels and a couple on his gauntlets and stuff like that. And, and you They're, get you get replacements of those, don't you, in case they fall off? Yeah, one of when I took him out and was messing around with his arm, one fell off, um, and oh. I actually found. Yeah, you found enough, it. I fell off. And you found it. That's good going. Um, so I just put it back. I used some like uh, double sided tape. You know the ones that have those little dispensers and yeah, it just yeah. rolls on. Um, I just rolled some of that onto my fingertip and then uh, put the little stud on my fingertip yeah. and then took it off and put it right on and it worked really well. Okay, right, um, so But yeah, it's, it's awesome that they included those. Beware the studs. Beware mm. the studs. Yeah, final, final warning here from the studs. Well, that's, that's it for Snake. He's, he, uh, we'll see. I'll see, I'll, I'll see, if I, see if I can get him. He's, 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 he's definitely curious. It's like, but it kind of goes against the rule of you know the movie icons. Um, these they're cool, but you know it's from an awful movie, and I'm not not sure how I feel about it. But but then again, there's that AVP Predator coming out, and AVP wasn't a great movie, more enjoyable than GI Joe. I'll warrant that, but you know, uh, still not a great movie by any means. But that AV Predator is um, is the same thing. I mean, how how do you feel about that, Mike? How do you feel about uh, where's your where's what's your position on like this now on like. I'm getting a figure just for figure sake. I won't, uh, if I'm to get Storm Shadow, I'm getting him because, damn, he's a good-looking figure. 
Yeah, well, Bruce usually. Willis was on I, that flick for, what, like 10 minutes? Um, and the figure that Bruce Willis was in that, in G.I. Joe for how long? Like, like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but I'm getting the figure of him because he looks awesome yeah. and it's a fucking well, Bruce Willis. Well, that's a Willis. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like the reason I got Barney Ross because um, I wanted a, st- a really good looking Stallone. Yeah. I want a really yeah. good looking Willis. I can put them together even though they're not in the same movie and yeah. they're kind of iconic actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to get something that's not really iconic in any way, shape, or form from a movie I didn't really like, that'd uh, be pretty rare. Really? So, w- w- would you be getting G- with the GI Joe figures then? I'll get Colton. As a matter of fact, I'm going to review him next week. <laughs> okay, cool. So we, so we might be able to re- review Colton. Uh, Colson. Yep, yep, yep. I'll Colton. get the Colson, Colton, whatever. Colton, 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 Colton. Europe listeners, look no further than space. Space, search for popular action figures and collectibles ends. The best service possible and steady accessibility by email and telephone is one of the top priorities at Space. They carry a wide range of collectibles, not only from major brands like Sideshow, Hot Toys, Enter Bay, NECA and McFarlane, but they also specialize in the exotic and small new manufacturers. A very important department to them is their 1-6 scale section, which is currently getting bigger and bigger, offering lots of clothes, bodies, head sculpts and accessories. Hot Toys is of course one of their specialities, so you can pre-order all newly announced figures from their web store. They often have Hot Toys figures in stock earlier than any other dealers. They are also the best source in Europe for convention exclusives. Space loves what they do, so you can depend on them for secure packaging, ensuring your items reaches you in mint condition. In stock items get processed normally the same day. Pre-ordering customers will be notified in advance once an item arrives in stock and before it gets shipped. Space is located in Germany and offers clearly arranged shipping flat rates to all European countries. On most destinations you can even get free shipping. For EU customers this of course means that you will not be surprised by any customs visa or import taxes. Space is serving us collectors with the finest items for over 15 years. If you are located anywhere in Europe, do go to space. www.space-figures.com As a matter of fact, uh, next week, I was going to mention that, next week is going to be sort of a Hot Toys review week at my website. I'm going to have... uh, Oh. Three guest reviews from Jeff. He sent me some before he went on vacation, so I'm going to put three high-end oh, reviews from him, and then I'll probably cover Hulk, Colton, and maybe the the Superman. I got the Superman coming this week for oh, nice. um, the the damage or the you know the slightly dirty one. Oh, the evil Superman, yes, yeah, slightly. <laughs> the dirty. evil well, Superman, yes. They had the suit at San Diego as well. You saw that as well. They had the actual evil Superman suit there. Yeah, very cool. I'm, I'm hunkering now for the Iron Man, the battle damaged Iron Man. The Mark mm-hmm. Seven from the Iron Man. I mean, when are we going to get that? I wonder. I'm dying to get that. Uh-huh. Will we get that next next month? Maybe I hope. Hopefully. So that'll be cool. Oh, that'll be great. So we'll have Colton, and we'll continue with Hulk with with Jeff next time again. Okay, then, folks. So if there's a topic, you know, any of you guys feel we should be covering, please do let us know. If you have any disparaging remarks, do not let us know. On our upcoming future podcast, we'll be having some very prestigious guests, and uh, we hope you will join us for those too as well. So until next time. Good night, folks. May the force be with you. (laughs) And sayonara.